Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Hello, my brothers and sisters. Let us start by asking our Mama Mary to guide us this morning to make this time fruitful and to pray for the intercession of the Holy Spirit that he would give us the wisdom to understand a little bit of the mystery of suffering and to be freed from fear of it. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Amen. Uh, summer is here. <laughs> Sitting outside, and the birds are very noisy this morning. I want to uh, you to think about this question um, as we uh, talk about the uh, second reading which is if Easter is the greatest day in the church, if it's the highlight of the story of God and man, then why on our walls do we not have an image of the resurrection? Why do we have an image of the cross? If, if Jesus has conquered death, why do we have an image of him dying? So think about that. The uh, second reading is from uh, the Apocalypse, or Revelation, and John sees a vision. So let's, let's close our eyes and, and see this vision with him. He sees a great multitude of people in heaven, which so many that no one could count, from every nation, race, people, and tongue. So you see people with all different colors of, of skin, different ways their face faces look, different heights, and they all are standing before the throne and before the Lamb, wearing white robes and holding palm branches in their hands. Think of Palm Sunday when Jesus enters into Jerusalem and everybody is holding palms. They all have palms in their hands, white robes and palms, a lot of white and green I can see. And one of the elders says to you, these are the ones who have survived the time of great distress. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they stand before God's throne and worship Him day and night in His temple. The one who sits on the throne will shelter them they will not hunger or thirst anymore, nor will the sun or any heat strike them, for the Lamb who is in the center of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to springs of life-giving water. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. <laughs> the, the image of imagining God, you're crying, and God reaching over with a handkerchief, chief, and wiping the tears from your eyes, and you will never cry again. But how how did these people who are all standing, this great multitude standing in front of the 
the throne, being the closest to God and serving him and praising him, how did they get there? How did they get that honor? They survived the great persecution. They've washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. They earned that place because of the persecution, the great persecution that will happen at the end of the world. There's a chance that that you could be one of those people. That you could endure the great persecution and wear a white robe and serve and praise God in front of his throne. And so this is why we have a cross hanging in our houses rather than a picture of the risen Jesus is this great reminder about the mystery of sacrifice and suffering that it is through sacrifice and suffering, not not by avoiding it. We don't get to heaven. We don't become We don't become fully alive by avoiding suffering and sacrifice. We do it by going through whatever the Lord has prepared for us, whatever is in his will. And that when we look at Jesus on the cross, we see that the Father willed that he would die and suffer on the cross for love of us. And it is through that that he reaches the resurrection. And it is through our suffering that we will reach our resurrection. But how, how to deal with the fact that we're scared of, we're scared of pain, we're scared of, of suffering, we're scared of sacrifice? How do we deal with that? In the, the gospel, Jesus compares himself to the, to a shepherd. And so I want to want you to close your eyes and imagine imagine that you're a little that you're a lamb out there in the pasture. And what what uh, what do you have to protect yourself if you're a little lamb? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> you know, if a wolf wanted to come and take you or a bear, or um, or if you uh, you know fell into a hole, I mean you're not you can't do much on your own. You're a little you're a little lamb. Um, but the lamb the lamb frolics about in the grass joyfully. Yeah, he doesn't. They don't have 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 fear because they trust. In the shepherd. And this is a, an image for us. Imagine that you're you're this lamb. And that you you're defenseless, really. Meaning you you can't protect yourself from, from any bad things that would happen. But there is is a shepherd there. And let's hear what the shepherd says. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me 
is greater than all. And no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Jesus is your shepherd. And no one can take you out of his hand. If you, if there's something you really want, like a, a pet, and you can't have it, and it's hard, you're still a lamb in the arms of Jesus. He's still protecting you. He's still caring for you. Does he, does he know that, that it's hard for you, that you can't have that thing? Yes. Is he sad about that? Yes. But he's holding you, and that's all that matters. If you, if you should lose somebody you love, Jesus is still holding you. No one can take you out of his hands. If you should run away from Jesus and spend years trying to find happiness in another place, Jesus will come searching for you. And if you turn to him and listen to his voice, you will be a lamb again in his arms. It's just so great that no matter what happens to us, I could lose my whole family and there's nothing that can take me out of the hands of the Good Shepherd because there's no one greater than the Father and the Father and the Son are one. No one can take me out of the Father's hand. And hopefully that can help me and help you to face the suffering that the Lord might have in store for us and to find joy in it. God bless you.